Hey, guy. Interesting topic. Uh, I keep hearing all all these different plans, and they never work. The whole key to the situation, I'm a systems engineer for automotive. I put a lot, a lot of systems together. This is a big system. All I'm yeah. saying is you first of all have to have a set of rules like you don't meet the qualifications of getting into second grade from first grade. I'm sorry, but you don't get promoted, okay? Sure. Otherwise, industry has to fix this, you know? And you, so what if we got three first grade? At least this is the only way to fix Well, look, John, I appreciate the call. I mean, for me, it's like I don't know that we necessarily need to to be holding kids back, right? Every kid is different. They're going to learn at different levels and at different speeds. And and maybe in third grade they didn't get it, but fourth grade they will. And and it's uh, it, it's hard to justify holding somebody back when when maybe they're just they're just learning a different way or learning at a different speed. So I, I agree. If you start getting up to the high school level and you're really woefully behind and you're just not meeting expectations and the system as a whole failed you, not just in a certain grade, but the, as a whole, well, then, yeah, then industry is going to have to play a role. Then once you get into business, once you get into to, to the workforce, um, you're going to have a harder time assimilating. You're going to have a harder time learning the procedures and protocols and what it takes to do your job. So I think you're right. Um, but, but you know, I I think money goes a long way. Michigan has, has been funding education for a long time. But at the, at the, at the end of the day, we're not we, – we're seeing less and less teachers enter the workforce, and we're seeing less yeah, retention other, in the work – in, in, in yeah, education. The other part of the situation here is the teachers' salaries. You're, 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 you're working two-thirds out of the year. If you're a teacher, public school teacher, you're working two-thirds out of the year. Okay? I know, John. I, but I, norm- let me just tell you this, and I appreciate the call, John. I, I, I have a lot of friends who are teachers, and they work. I mean, during the school year, it is, it is a lot of work. And I know it's, it's, part, you know it's, it's, it's only part of the year, but, man, they put in a lot of work. They really care. They really do. And, and I think a vast majority of teachers are that way. Um, yes, I get it. But at the, at the same time, there is a lot of work. It's a, especially once you get a little older and you're dealing with older kids, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of time. It is a lot of dedication. It's a lot of patience. And, and there's a lot of, of caring teachers out there. Um, so I appreciate the call, John. Thank you. Um, in the meantime, we, we, we're, we're just getting over those storms that rolled through our area. Just terrible storms. We had flooding and we had more power outages. And um, an interesting piece in Capcom, freeway floods, power outages, so Michigan failing at what matters most. James David Dickinson writes, we're a state on the right side of history, according to pro-Michigan billboards in six southern states. Maybe Michigan is on the right side of history. It's an arguable point, but it was on the wrong side of history with more power outages in Michigan, specifically southeastern Michigan. Um, and, and I want to read a couple of numbers here, okay? Michigan pays 16 cents per kilowatt hour. That's the 10th highest rate in the state, or in, in the United States. We rank 43rd out of 52 in our power grid reliability. That's according to U.S. News. Our infrastructure, which we also check in at 43, is not good whether that's our electrical infrastructure, 
our roadway infrastructure. It's just not up to snuff. And so while this new ad campaign rolls out that that promises Michigan to be some utopia of of reproductive rights, we are falling behind on a lot of big categories. James David Dickinson joins us. He's the managing editor of Michigan Capital Confidential. James, good to have you. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. Uh, last name is Dixon. Oh, I apologize. Um, d- talk to me then about uh, about this piece. I, I I found it to be very interesting because um, it, I really appreciate you you taking an interest in it because it was just it was just the most unfortunate juxtaposition, right? On one hand, we're 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 trolling states that are growing, states where people are actively moving to, and our state that's not growing or growing very slowly almost as slowly as anywhere else in the country. I think only West Virginia is behind us. We're trolling these other states. Meanwhile, not only did we have mass power outages, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor just gave an interview yesterday with with Detroit TV. She, her, the governor's residence, the official governor's residence was out of power as of yesterday. Yeah, and, and look, she joins thousands of other people. But but the 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 thing that I took away from your your story is that fine you can sell Michigan however way you want and you want to bring more people to Michigan in it with a certain belief fine also but don't discredit where we lack don't don't try to hide behind the fact that we are really woefully underperforming in a lot of key areas we're 36 in in economy 35th in crime 43rd in infrastructure, for a 30, 37th in education. We are not. We, we, we have a lot of warts that we're trying to fix. But but to sell Michigan as some as some beacon on the hill, we'd love it to be that. But there's still a lot of work that needs to be done here. There is. And so essentially what they're doing is putting lipstick on the pig. So we're trying to do with marketing what we cannot do with reality. If there were real, true quality of life things to say beyond Michigan's beautiful, and guess what? People in every state believe that their state is beautiful. Sure. So that's not the sales pitch that's going to win it. Uh, But when you look at the things that matter, could I send my kid to school here and they get a good education? Could I drive the roads or will they be flooded? Will my house have heat in the winter and AC in the summer? All those things are up in the air. So there's no real pitch to be made. So, so yeah, it's just so funny. Right side of history, wrong side of the power outage. I don't have to tell you how that's going to work. James Dixon with Capcom joins us. It, it, here's the other part of this, too. Um, you write that the, the really the, the way to fix this is to start burying these power lines. Right. And right, and right. and DTE, let, let's stick with DTE here because they service mostly our area. It, DTE has said uh, that roughly it would cost 25 to $30 billion to bury the line. So let's take the $25 billion figure. 1.3 million customers in southeast Michigan. I, I did the math. It would be about $77 a year. Do you think people would sign up for the fact? Now, even knowing that there are outages all the time, that they can be lengthy at certain times, you're talking about a disruption to your landscaping, to your driveway, to your sidewalk, to your pool, to your patio, to your deck, whatever it is. Are, do you believe people are going to sign up for that? Because that, that would be a, a huge disruption when most of the time your power's on. It would actually be a huge public works project. You know, just like there's the statewide effort to replace every, you know, every lead line 
mm-hmm. uh, that delivers water. That was a statewide thing. I mean, my street in Ferndale was just was ripped up, and the whole neighborhood w- was ripped up at certain points. And, you know, I grew up in Wayne County, and we used to have all these signs around that said uh, in the summertime, short-term pain for long-term gain, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those same signs are on those same roads because those roads were never fixed. But the idea being certain investments are worth making. And, and so here's the thing. Automation w- or, or uh, undergrounding power lines, huge expense, huge time commitment. Let's put that on in the back burner. That That's the long-term answer, but it's not the cheap answer. People don't think it's feasible right now. But what DTE also has is access to technology called automation. They use this in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I learned this from DTE's own president, Trevor Lauer, where say your, you know, your power lines were hit by a tree. They could make it so your power line was serviced by another circuit in the meantime. They would still need to fix you know, the damage. They'd still need sure. to remove the tree and the lines. But in the meantime, you wouldn't be waiting for crews of workers to show up. Mm-hmm. You'd be restored with a few keystrokes. To me, that's the best answer. And they're still saying we're five to six years from that. James David Dixon with uh, Michigan Capital Confidential. Uh, great stuff. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Chris. Yeah, you got it. We'll talk again soon. 800-859-0957. Would you sign up for that? And this is all hypothetical. Seven, an extra 77 bucks a month. Or excuse me, a year. 77 bucks a year. You'd have to pay DTE out or whomever if we could bury all of our lines. Do you think that would be the the fix to our problem? Because, look, DT, while they are trying their best, and I do believe they are trying their best, Michigan has, is behind in the sense that well, all of our lines aren't buried. That was never, what, b- before 1970, that was never really the case. So if, 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 we are, if we have so much makeup to do, it feels impossible. It feels like a, a huge mountain to climb. But would you, be, would you be for that? Knowing that 95% of the time your power works. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Coming up next, we'll give away some tickets, Russell Dickerson tickets at our Beats and Eats, plus uh, a unique fundraising platform specifically geared for students. We'll talk about it next on JR Afternoon.